This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending and the library news. Welcome to Among the Stacks. This is Amanda. And this is Chelsea. And we are going to be easing you into the spooky Halloween season today. Nothing too scary because we're not uh, super scary people. (laughs) So we're going to tell you some of our favorite um, Halloween memories here at the library and tell you a little bit of some spooky books that can ease you into the Halloween spirit this year. Awesome. So my favorite thing at the library during this time of the year is our usual trick-or-treat parade with the little kids. So much fun. Oh, my goodness. And so we've had a lot of people already asking and, you know, businesses asking if we're going to be doing that again this year. And unfortunately, no. COVID stinks, guys. Um, But in the past, we've had so much fun. It makes um, the city of Scottsville, like, shut down for two hours because... (laughs) So many people. (laughs) So many people that show up and, you know, we sometimes we're like, well, what's the point in doing a trick-or-treat parade like that? And I think it's really good just to see how the kids can support their own communities and those small businesses. And they really get involved and hand out treats to the kids. And they get to wear their cute outfits and the parents want to show them off. And I don't know, last year we had over 100 kids show up for that event. It was a lot of fun. So I always, that's my favorite time of the year for the library. What's your favorite costume you've seen? So last year, anybody who knows me knows that I love chickens. And there was this mom. I was going to say, that's my favorite too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) She has like this little pregnant belly and that was the egg. And she had a nest around the, her belly with the egg. And she had her two little kids there and they were little chickens. And she was a big hen. It was the cutest Halloween costume ever. It was so cute. I loved that one. And there was also um, a little girl, it might've been last year or the year before. And she, she was, seems to be like a super girly girl, but then for Halloween, she was dressed up as those inflatable dinosaurs and it just cracked me up. I do remember that. Just so opposite of what you would think she would want to be for Halloween. And she's just stomping through the town. (laughs) And it's funny because parents are like, you know, how long will this, you know, little parade last? And it lasts a while. And I always like bring a stroller for the little kids because they're going to be worn out. Uh, But it is a lot of fun. I'm going to miss that this year for sure. Yeah. And what's your favorite memory? Um, Favorite memory is probably when we did the Halloween or the haunted house here at the library for a couple years we tried to do it like really big and we had like snacks and like a uh I think they had some ghost stories that they told and we turned one of our meeting rooms into like a maze and I just hid out in one of the corners and I would just like scream bloody murder at anyone who passed by and my cousins came and he's like four or five at the time and he comes around the corner and I just scream and he just he almost falls down and it just cracks me up I think about that I just love that. I'm not usually into like scary stuff, but to scare other people is just really fun. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lot of fun. I miss our little, we we used to really go out and decorate, you know, everything really good. And um, we kind of got out of that for the past year or so, but I think maybe next year, if everything is back on track, we can have a big parade again. Next year is going to be like a big celebration of everything we can do. (laughs) I hope so. I hope it's better. Me Um, too. I'm going to miss dressing up, but I'm still going to dress up, I think. Yeah, we always like, you know, as a staff, we'll dress up in our costumes. And sometimes there's a theme, but most of the time there's not. And we're just showing up in all these costumes and being crazy. I What's go, your, what, what, I'm trying to remember. What was your favorite costume that you liked the best? 
that you dressed up as? I've seen so many cute ones. I've I really done like a lot. Lorax was so cute last year. I did the Lorax last year. I was Rosie the Riveter one year. Um, I, oh, I was um, a peach from um, what, A League of Their Own. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, I was, that, was really that was a good one. That one's a fun. But I just loved, oh, I was an owl one year. I was a fox one year. The owl was fun because I had the feathers and everything. I did like that. You really get into character. I really get into it, which is surprising because I did not like, I wasn't like crazy about Halloween growing up. I never dressed up really like it was phone it in kind of costumes, right. like whatever I could find. But now as an adult. It goes all out. I love it. I so make excited. everything like from scratch <laughs> and it's all like, you know, thought out. And I think she knows what she's going to be this year. Yeah, this year, I, I tried to get everyone on board on this costume, but I don't think everyone's going to. I wanted to have Bob Ross and Jamie has the hair for Bob Ross. And then everyone be like something related to him. Like someone would be the palette and someone would be the paintbrush. And I want to be a happy tree. Yeah, I just I'm still going to be a happy tree. I don't know <laughs> if anyone else is going to do it, but I'm I'm really excited about it. <laughs> fun, fun. So stop by the day before Halloween if you want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to wear your mask. You're going to be we yeah. happy. I'll have a happy mask. Happy that'll mask. Be, yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. It'll work. All right. Do you want to maybe segue into some spooky reads that we've got going on? I sure can. Um, okay. I'm not a big spooky reads person. I love my happy endings. I love my romance books. But I've read a quote somewhere here recently that was like, you're not a well-rounded reader if you just read one exactly. genre so I'm trying to branch out and try different things and read different perspectives and stuff so um I tried to read The Guest List which is a book on Reese Witherspoon's um book club it's one of her books and it's by Lucy Foley I think is her how you pronounce her last name mm -hmm. and it's set in Ireland which is my favorite I, I've been to Ireland I love Ireland it is what I love to read about so it wasn't too far out of my realm of likes mm -hmm. but um it draws on some of the irish folklore like some different things so it's kind of spooky and it is like a murder mystery so i think if you like the movie knives out it kind of reminded me of that like you kind of know what happens but it goes back and forth between before and the crime kind of so if you're not too into spooky, scary things, I think this is a really good read. It has um, it has the two timelines where you're going from when the crime happens to the day before. And the, all the stories are intertwined in a way that you wouldn't think. So it was like really surprise, like surprises all the way down. So I really enjoyed it. I think you will, too, if you're looking for a book to kind of get you in the spooky, creepy. Spooky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm the same way. Like I like some scary things, but it's not what I, that's not my typical go-to when I'm reading a book. But several years ago, uh, it's not a new book, but I read a book called The Child Thief by Brom. And it's a really wicked version of Peter Pan. So if you remember the Peter Pan story, um, the Lost Boys, they go to this place where everything's just good and happy or whatever. But in this book, this place is really dark and scary. And these boys are mistreated. And it is a work of fiction, of course, but it is really, I mean, I would say for a mature audience, I wouldn't want anybody <clears throat> under 20 reading this. It's really scary. Um, I did. I had nightmares, <laughs> but it is really good. Um, Brom, he's a, also an illustrator. And throughout this, throughout the book, he has drawn a bunch of really creepy pictures that relate to the characters in the story. 
Um, but yeah, if you're like a fan of Peter Pan, but like really dark and twisted, yeah, I would do The Child Thief by Brahm. It reminds me a lot of, I did a program for summer reading this year. It was the grim side of grim fairy tales. And a lot oh, yeah. of times, which I don't know if Peter Pan is necessarily a fairy tale, but it's kind of in that same vein. Yeah. And there is a lot of times a dark side to those. There weren't like Little Mermaid was not like the happy Disney story that we think it is. And her feet got cut off. Yeah, it was an awful, it's an awful, like gruesome story. So I'm sure that's kind of inspired by those grim fairy tales, like yeah. awful side of those stories. Sounds good. Yeah. Interesting. The children's department, we're getting so many new Halloween books. I always order lots of Halloween books for this season, and they're displayed out everywhere in the children's department, and they're the first to go. And I'm always having to refill those shelves. Uh, But yeah, if you're interested in little, you know, kids' books for your kids to get them ready for the Halloween season, too, there's lots of new selections of Halloween books, too. Yeah. I was also going to mention one of my favorite. Halloween movies is Practical Magic. And that's inspired by a book of Alice Hoffman. It's called Practical Magic. And she has a new book in that series that's coming out. If you liked that book, if you liked that movie, you might want to check it out. So in Practical Magic, the family, those women in that family are cursed. So the new book that's coming out, it's called Magic Lessons. It's exploring why the Owens women have that curse. And it's set in Salem, like way back in like, I don't know, maybe the 15, 1600s. But it might be an interesting read if you're into practical magic, if you've read any of Alice Hoffman, or if you just want a good Halloween story to get you in the spirit. I think that would be a great read right now. That whole Salem era, like fascinates me. Yeah. And, um, We've got some books, you know, in the children's and the adult section, too, that really elaborate on that. And just because you were a little bit different or you had a thought or you were able to help somebody in some way, you're automatically condemned to be a witch. And if you have a freckle or whatever, and I'm like, these poor women. And uh, but, yeah, that's it's a fascinating time in history. Or if you just made an enemy, if someone just didn't like you, you were in trouble. You're done. Sorry. (laughs) Glad I don't live in that time. (laughs) All right. Anything else? I think that's all I have. Okay. I've got a little story I want to share. Oh, yes. Okay. So I, whenever somebody comes to the library for a genealogy reference, they usually come to me. me, Mm -hmm. You're very good at it. Well, thank you. (laughs) And um, several years ago, my grandparents or my grandfather got me really involved in looking up our ancestry and things like that. And so anyway, I went through a lot of his documents last year and I found a story that is on my great grandmother's side of the family. And it goes something like this. And it's not exact. It's not like a story. I'll tell, I'll tell it the best that I can. Okay. But I had a great, great, great uncle named Henry Underwood Ayers. And they called him Wood a lot. But he lived on the um, Allen Barron line. And he had a house that he lived in with his mother-in-law and his wife and her daughter. And I reckon this mother-in-law of his had a lot of money and he needed money. I think money is the root of all evil and a lot of things. (laughs) Henry got a little uh, greedy. Uh, There was this accident that apparently happened where his grandmother, or I'm sorry, his mother-in-law fell down the cellar and he went to go get help. And the neighbors came and apparently the bruising did not match up with the fall that she had down a cellar and he was tried for murder for the murder of his mother-in-law. Him and his wife both were Mm. for some reason. And I don't know all the details of the story, but there was a hung jury 
and they did not come to a conclusion on whether he was guilty or innocent. So on the way back home, several days later, he's on his horse. It's been that long ago. He's on his horse and buggy and he's uh, driving through this little hollow and all of a sudden, like 80 farmers stand up in the fields and they just shoot my great uncle up oh with bullets <laughs> <laughs> because it was obvious with everything that all the evidence and stuff that he had murdered his mother-in-law for this money, um, but they just didn't have all the evidence. So Henry uh, Henry Underwood Ayers was killed in that field, but no none of the farmers were ever tried for murder because they could not determine which bullets yeah. were the ones that killed him. So ooh, if you're in, in, in any genealogy or history, just be careful because you'll dig up some stories. You can find all kinds of creepy stuff in there. Creepy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. So I just wanted to share that with you guys today. Is there any ghost related to that story? Does the grandma or the mother-in-law haunt the house? I wonder. <laughs> I need to go over there. Like it's on Ayers Lane and there's like the old farm back there. So I need to go back there and just talk to some people and see. Like, I was thought you were going to say like talk to the spirits or something. No. <laughs> talk to people who are you there? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we do have a library ghost though. We could end with that note. Okay, let's tell let's so, that story. I don't know all the specifics of him, but at, in the evening, a lot of times, or early in the morning, we'll hear this whistle, and it's like, <laughs> just really faint and jolly, and you're just like, okay, there's a whistle, but I'm the only one in the building. And apparently, years ago, uh, on the library's property stood the Jacksonian Hotel, mm-hmm. and I've been told that there used to be a shoe shiner, and he would just whistle while he was cleaning shoes. Yeah. And whether that's the same boy or not, I don't know, but it's interesting just to kind of wonder. I've never heard the whistle, but I've heard of a couple other people who have heard the whistle. I've heard it one or two times and I'm just like, I like you. You're okay. I'm going to go upstairs. (laughs) No harm. All right. Well, I hope you all have enjoyed this episode today and are in the Halloween spirit now and are ready to go and spook spook other people yeah Yeah. (laughs) there's lots of fun spooky tales that you can pick up at the library just stop by and we'll give you some some suggestions go online and yeah you know just type in some stuff and find what you want come see us we miss you you. (laughs) and i guess until next time we will see you among the stacks You've been listening to Among the Stacks, a podcast produced by the staff of the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you Among the Stacks.